Casual, the gaming podcast where we talk about games casually. I'm your host, Sedge, and I'm joined by my co-host, Control Freak, this week. Good evening, everybody. And Lightsaber Ninja. Hi. I took the first call out. Light's cutting out, so he can't actually get his anger out in a constructive way. I was trying to whisper. That was my bad. Ah. Well, that'll do it, then. So, what's everybody been playing this week? Absolutely nothing. Somehow that's not shocking, and also a lie. Because you did play something this week. Yumi and Control all played the same thing. Oh yeah, the game where I got to murder all of you. Good times. Because no one would believe me. To be fair, I got No one ever believes me? No, Even when I'm right? I mean, up until that point, I was the one that was incriminating all of you and i was right so of course they believe me over you literally every time you'd call us out even if we weren't it it's just nope it's sedge wait what i was oh, yeah. with you <laughs> yeah no she she instinctively just calls us out in any game hey, half the time i actually saw what? you guys kill somebody what game among us that one i told you to download on mobile oh half the time yeah, i actively yeah, saw them kill someone and they're complaining that i called them out on it Heck, one time so, I saw Control kill somebody and he chased me around the body. I thought that was me. No, also, I kind of knew I was just trying to clarify for anybody listening. Yeah, I was about to say, and for anybody listening that is wondering what the hell we're talking about, because literally we could be talking about eight different games right now. No. Uh, yeah, we're talking about Among Us. Yeah, there's is... only eight games that let you kill people. Well, no, but... In, this in, in the fashion style. where you can judge people yeah. for being guilty and or not. But yeah, one of our streamer uh, buddies, shout out to Jay Crisby, um, recommended that we do a big uh, streamer night with it. So uh, we all ended up playing and streaming it and having a genuine blast. Yeah, which, it was a lot of fun. That's definitely not a game I'd want to play with randos. I mean, none of these games really are, but that one in particular, I think, would be real shite with randos. Yeah, that would be a special type of nightmare. Yeah. But with friends, it's super fun. Yes, absolutely. And the general, you know, for anybody wondering, the general premise of the game is... You are a crew of space people, and you have to do tasks on a ship to basically fix systems and get data, that kind of crap, Uh, while there is one imposter amongst your group. And you have to figure out who the imposter is before they kill you all. And they can sabotage things to pull people into different areas. and All but one. You win if you kill everybody but one. And and the reason for that being there are certain sabotage tasks that you need two people to fix. Actually, all of them, for the most part. The major ones that can kill you. Yep. So, once you're down to just the imposter and one other person... Game over. Yeah, it's game over. <laughs> Although That's that in the voting process. Yeah. If you, whenever you find a body, you can, uh, you basically, you report it, 
everyone goes to a conference room and is like, oh shit, I found a dead body. Who do you think it was? And then everyone argues for 30 seconds, they pick the wrong person and we all die. Or we pick <laughs> yep. the right person and we survive, but... Or we pick the wrong person and Shane's unsurprised tone gives him away. <laughs> I mean, usually he just murdered someone in front of other people. Yeah, that happened I a mean, lot. <laughs> I mean, half the time it was the murderer who would call it in. I never called in my own murder, so every time yeah, you brought that up... Big pot. Yeah, I only did it once. Yeah, when you were uh, no, chasing no, me around the body. No, I did it twice. Once I got away with it, once I did not. You were chasing me around the body, and you called it in. Yeah, but it didn't help that I had previously had times where I had been the murderer and gotten away with it, so people were already suspicious of me. So you got to like you were able to convince them against me. So you were standing over a body. And it was funny when one of our party members uh, saw someone get killed. She called out the killer as the call was starting, and it was the guy she called out that. Oh yeah, the guy that died. died she called out as the killer. <laughs> oh, that was great. I I rewatched that Twitter clip just for the laugh. <laughs> Because then everybody in the call is like, how? He's he's dead. Did he off himself? <laughs> Do we win? Even though we had all seen who killed him, because, like, the person killed them around three of us. Yeah. <laughs> the game I won, I had to... It was pretty much a race between which timer went out first, the the emergency meeting or the killer button as I chased the, one of the last people around the table. And I think that I only won that game because one of the players forgot to do his task, which means that they couldn't win the game. Yep. 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 He, <laughs> yep. he was idling about on the cameras and just wasn't paying attention. <laughs> that, was, that was hilarious. He's like, I forgot I had tasks to do. Wasn't he the last bud. person I killed? No. No, he no, told me I was the, the other last person you killed. No, you were the second to last person I killed. Was I? I don't remember. Yeah, you were anymore. the second to last because I was on three people to kill, and you were the only person I saw in that entire map for a while. So I just ran up and killed you, and then it was just me and two people, and I had to chase them around the table in order to catch them before they could press the button. Cue the Benny Hill music. <laughs> Yeah, I had a couple instances of that, where it was like, oh god, please let me hit the button. Oh wait, she turned off the emergency meeting, and then I died. <laughs> hey, that was what we had happen, I think, like, the next round. Yeah. We were wondering why we couldn't press the button, and this is because the emergency meeting was off. That happened a couple times, it wasn't just two rounds. It happened like three or four rounds while I we were doing that I think we turned it off setup. once we realized that that was actually a problem. Well, no, because we get people... We'd figure out who the killer was, accidentally vote after we had voted the wrong person, and then just wait by the table for the emergency meeting to go. Unless the killer is on a timer for his own kill button. Yeah. Which is a nice feature, by the way, so the killer can't just... Start murdering wantonly. Yeah. Like, they have to actually be smart about it. Excuse me while I murder everybody one after another. I didn't realize that you could travel through the vents. 
I still don't know how to. It's easy. You jump in, you get a bunch of arrows around the pit, and you click them. And then you pop out of the hole See, that you were in. See, the thing is, I had tried to do that, and it didn't work. Like, I saw those arrows when I was the killer, and I jumped in one of the holes. Nothing happened, so I said, fuck it, I guess they don't work, and just murdered people the normal way. Yeah. The only time I saw the killer actually use a hole was when I saw the yellow one, the yellow killer, jump into one, and then immediately he jumped out and killed me. And then when I was the killer, I jumped in, and I was able to teleport around the map. Yep, something I've learned for use next time. Although, yeah. people used it against me, saying I, that in one of the matches where they voted me off while I was innocent. <laughs> stupid. Like, how did you get over there so quickly? I walked? Yes. I don't that, know about I that. I think, I think it was you that accused you that time, but by that point, I knew that there was a teleport. <laughs> Oh no! This this was like the round afterwards, like I was innocent, and it uh, I think it was R two who called me out on it. I was like, I don't even know how to do that shit. No, I think it was me that called you out on being on the other side of the map because I knew there was a teleport. I didn't know that you guys didn't know that there was a teleport. Well, no, this was after we had discussed it. But either way, it I it is a fun it is a fun game, and when you play with friends, it is also adequately aggravating. <laughs> but in a good way. Yes. Not like golf it, which is aggravating in a bad way. And yet we <laughs> still play it regularly. Yes. We're gluttons for punishment, apparently. You so, are. Don't... It's not nearly as aggravating for me. Well, we can't all be you, can we? I know. It's sad for you. <laughs> oh, man. Light, have you been playing anything interesting this week? I don't have anything to report this week. Uh, You don't even want to talk about fighters? Nope. Okay. Need time. Need time to get into the games. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Control, you got anything other than Among Us? Uh, I started playing Terraria again. Oh yeah, because of the Journey's End update. Yep. Which it's an interesting update because uh, they added a whole new mode, basically, which is called Journey Mode. And some of the mechanics that they've added to Journey Mode make the game so much more fun and so much more broken. Because that how it works? not necessarily. You add something the, and it breaks the game. No, they. This was a feature, not not like oh, there's a a bug that breaks the game. It's just here. Here are these new features to make playing the game in the way that you want more enjoyable. Um, so you start off with more resources, like more better equipment than you would in a normal game. Um, but you also get the capability to research different items and materials. So let's say stone blocks. You need to process a hundred stone blocks into research and then you can replicate them which replicates them in stacks of 999. So you get a full stack of that one item, which makes building specific homes so much more easier. Uh, if you do that with ore, it makes building certain items easier. Now, all the bosses and everything still stay the same, but there are other things you can modify as well. You can change the weather on the fly. So it's like, okay, you know, 
I don't like the fact that it is currently raining in my world. You can turn off the rain. Or you can increase it and turn it into a monsoon. Um, like, it, it's basically, you want all these mods, you can turn them on on the fly. So you can turn on god mode, you can, you can actually affect enemy spawn rates, you can change the difficulty on the fly. So they, they have changed it to make the game, literally make the game more accessible. It's like, if you, if you played it way back when, and you don't have an active save file anymore, you can play this mode to get back to where you used to be. Or if you just want to jump into the game and have fun with it, like immediately, you could go into journey mode and pretty much plow through the first half of a lot of the content, no problem. But it is also the final update that Terraria will ever have. Uh, I don't know if the developer who made it initially is going on to a new project or what. I just know that this is the final update. But uh, aside from that, I think the only other thing I have played outside of my normal like Warframe and whatnot uh, was Sniper Elite. Well, not Sniper Elite. Uh, zombie Army 4. Yeah, Zombie Army 4, which is basically Sniper Elite with zombies. Which is, I'm going to be honest... A pretty bitchin' game. Yeah, it's... Oh, yeah, they're always a lot of fun. Um, I'm sad that neither of us were able to get zombie testicle shots during our playthrough. Well, that shows where you guys are aiming. I mean, it's a kill shot. I wasn't aiming for them, so that's why I didn't get any, but... I... Depending on the situation, I I would switch it up and try to get the... Try to get the shot, (laughs) because... Why would that be any sort of kill shot? Because Zombie Army has X-ray shot. Yeah. Where if you get a specific, like a particularly good shot, it will follow the track of the bullet and give you an X-ray view of the damage done. Whether it be like a really good headshot or you got a multi-kill. Because like there are minor bullet physics. So you'll actually see it in game where you shoot a guy, you shoot one of the zombies in the head, he's wearing a helmet. It will pierce the helmet, go into the skull, but the trajectory will shift from where it was going initially and could go into another zombie. So I had a shot where it killed multiple zombies in a random path. Like it was going forward, hit the first one, and then veered like 45 degrees to the left and killed another one. And one of those x-ray moves that you get is a testicle shot. Yep. Again, blow it's really, off their balls. Could, I don't see how that could kill a zombie. Say, I'll beat to your Nazi balls. That's all you need to know. Yeah. <laughs> like, to be fair, it is also really fun, though, in, like, the base Sniper Elite game, because they always have a kill Hitler mission. Um, yeah. Hitler only has one ball in those missions, and sometimes that's how you tell that you killed the wrong Hitler. Yeah, that's how you know you got the right Hitler. Yep. You shoot him in the testicle. Okay. Or from Sniper Elite 4, you drop a U-boat on his head. That's always fun. (laughs) There was that option as well. Or you put a bunch of anti-tank mines that he apparently just ignores, and then you shoot him as he goes over him and watch his body fucking ragdoll into orbit. Ah, good. Somebody's left out the anti-tank mines. I'm sure there's nothing wrong with... The Fuhrer went to space. That is the, uh, the Nazi space program. Just sending 
guys off via explosives. Damn right. That's a good one. I'm excited to play more of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of zombie games, though, we got to get the DLC for fucking... Uh, World War Z? Yeah, that one. Thank you. To go uh, wreck shit in... Uh, was it Paris or Spain? Or France or Spain? I don't I think remember. it's France. I'm, I'm fairly certain it's France. France and I'm Italy? Gonna, if it's Italy, that's just funny because that's where Sniper Elite... Or Nazi Army 4 and Sniper Elite 4 take place. Yeah. Uh, all I remember is this focus is primarily in Europe. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll go with that. Mostly in Europe. Actually, yes, I'm fairly certain it's France because one of the, uh, one of the new characters is French. Okay. Yeah, we'll go with France then. France is a good op. Sure, sure. We'll go French. Oui. Ho, ho. I'm French. Yeah. On my front, I've just been... So in the last two weeks, do you want to know how much Steam tells me I've put into Halo? Too much? 24 hours in the last two weeks. That's it? Yeah, I was surprised too. Man, I'm pretty sure I... Shit, Final Fantasy VII, I put 40 hours in that first week. Yeah, I, Wait, I was... no, no, I only did... I did 24 hours in that first week. When when Steam told me that, it's like, yeah, last two weeks, 23 hours. I need like, to up my really? game. That's it? <laughs> Shit, yeah, I gotta, I gotta up. Those are rookie numbers. Yeah. I gotta, gotta <laughs> you gotta pump, pump those, those numbers, numbers up. up. But yeah, no, I've been playing the shit out of Halo again because Halo 2 anniversary came out and I've been trying to get good. And I fi figured out that I'm really good at big team battle. Awful at 4v4. But you're really good at killing your friends. Yeah, that too. I, I have no other comments on that for fear of my friends finding me and beating me. I mean, so I already know where you live, so you're kind of doomed. here. Your friends can't find you? Well, two of the people I've never met in person, so... Only Control can find me. And I shall. I mean, I hope so. We need to hang out again and go to the gun range. But Hell yeah. That's neither here nor there. Or part of this podcast. Can we do uh, a gun segment at some point? No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I know you would be 100% down for it, but I am joking. I was going to say, yeah, we could do a segment on best video game guns at some point. I'd be happy doing that. Oh, I was just talking guns in general. I know, but I'm keeping it gaming related. Uh, But yeah, I think that's all I've really played this week is Halo, honestly. And Zombie Army. And, and all the other games we were literally just talking about. Yeah, and the other two. Halo and the other two. So, yeah. Got nothing else on that front. Anybody else have any other games they want to talk about that they've been playing or want to play this week? Oh, speaking of games I want to play this week, Maneater comes out on Friday. Well, Isn't that the shark one? The, that's the shark one. That game has been, like, in dev hell forever. Yeah, uh -huh. but it's coming out on you know Friday, what? and I'm stoked. I mean, I want to say it hasn't been that long, but then again, the last time I saw it was E3, so it's been at least a year. Uh, also, oh, yeah. that game has been around for so long that there are uh, knockoffs already in the Play Store. They have been there for a while. Of course. It, well, because this game itself is a fucking knockoff. 
Okay. I mean, it's not a knockoff of, like, Depth. No, it's a knockoff of the Jaws video game. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's true. I feel like the Jaws video game came out after this game was announced. No, the, dude, the Jaws video game is so old. Oh, then we're thinking of different Jaws. I guess, because I'm, I'm thinking of Jaws Unleashed on the PS2. Oh, then definitely, absolutely. But, no, I'm, I'm excited for this game because it looks really stupid. Yeah, um... But, like, the fun kind of stupid. Yeah, I think the game looks good. I, I kind of steered away from it because it was starting to generate controversy when it was announced. And it was that dumb kind of controversy where it's just, like, one person gets mad about something stupid and then everybody jumps on it so that they can have a hot take. And it's like, no, guys, we don't need to start drawing lines in the sand here. It's just a stupid... Wait, I can get offended on this game? Oh, hell yeah, I'm gonna. I can get I offended if somebody getting offended? What the I can hell get offended if somebody got offended if somebody got offended? What the hell is the controversy surrounding a game where you play as a shark? Because you're hurting people and... Dude, we don't need to get into... It was bullshit. Anyway. I know... I'm not denying it was bullshit. I'm just curious as to what it was because I didn't hear anything about it. Oh uh, well, see but then me again, I, I I, I'm, I'm calling Peta. I'm I'm saying it's Peta. No, it was like, it was like a, a a journalist bringing up something because there were comment sections. Do you know what I mean? Like it was real dumb. No basis. Oh. Like I don't have a question to ask you about this game. It's very self-explanatory. Let's dive into controversy. That sells. Type of bullshit. Anyway. Oh, Lord. Talking about games coming out this week that I'm pumped for. So they announced uh, they announced the, the Mafia Trilogy. And Mafia 2 drops this week. I think it actually already dropped because I've seen people playing it. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. That's a game I'm pumped about. Fair enough. All right. Um, uh, I, I thought that the whole thing would drop because they were calling it a definitive edition. I thought that the whole thing would drop. I'm, I'm trying to spark a conversation about Mafia in general here, too. But I thought it'd drop all at once. But I guess they're peppering them. Oh, I have Mafia definitive edition. Good job. Well, it must have been one of those things that showed up in my library because I own Mafia 2 already. Oh, cool. Yeah. I love it when companies do that, when they're just like, hey, we released a definitive edition. Oh, you already own the old one? Here you go. That's crazy, because didn't they, didn't they update the graphics for 2 as well? I think so. Not, I, it, I don't know. Let me So I gotta Steam. say, like, well, good. I was just, no, say what you're saying. I'm just looking at the Steam page to see if they uh, look any better. Mafia, Mafia 3 was, like, marred by bugs, but... It was one of those games, like, you know how a lot of times games are like, yeah, and we're we're gonna we're gonna elevate the medium, we're gonna show that this is a this is a real form of entertainment. It's it, it can be mature and it can ask hard questions and it can make you think. And then they pull like an Ubisoft where they kind of like hint at something but never actually dive into it. Yeah, but like Mafia Three legitimately did dive into the issues of race and shit in the '60s. Uh, for their setting and I saw it got a lot of praise for its story but like it was really marred by the bugs and I was expecting them to at least maybe do a DLC 
But that game just kind of dropped off everybody. Like, once it was buggy at launch, everybody just quit talking about it. Well... And I was kind of upset. So it's cool to see that the devs have been, you know, doing something. Yeah. And it's and, Mafia-related. And I'm I'm real pumped about the remaster of 1, because I hated that game just because of how shitty its graphics were back on PS2. I never played the first one. I, I played the second one. That was the first mm-hmm. one I ever played. Second one and is I, actually one of my favorite open-world games. Sorry, Control, go ahead. No, oh no, I wasn't saying anything. I was just laughing. Yeah, I've been, I've been the one trying to say something. <laughs> oh, then you. Go ahead. No, I, I you, was person, say, speak. And <laughs> 2 wasn't even technically open world. I, I, like, what? technically it was open world, but there was nothing to do in the open world. You know what's funny about that, though, is that is one of that is a very dead open world, like, like Red Faction Guerrilla dead, like L.A. Noir dead open world. But it was so compact that it felt lively. Like, when you first get to leave your first safe house and just walk the street for a moment, and you got people, I know that it's, I know that it's all, like, canned bullshit, but you got, like, kids playing ball and, like, people chatting, and they're kind of walking. Like, it really felt lived in. And then whenever you get in a car and you got to actually get gas, like, I really love that game. No, it's, that I, is, I'm That is definitely in my too. top. No, I don't. I'm not saying that you are. I'm just pointing out. I love that. I'm not defending against you. I didn't think we were fighting, but uh, fight, yeah, fight, fight. I, I don't know. Fight. Sometimes I can't tell with you. <laughs> no surprise. Um, but yeah, Mafia Two was really good. I'm glad that it's getting a second going. I've always heard great things about the story for Mafia One, but like my dad's girlfriend bought it, and I watched her drive like a Model T down the road, and it had a speedometer that was like 40, and like. Like, like it was saying she was going like 40 miles an hour. It just looked so bad. Like, I've never seen a game look that terrible. Uh, really, you've never played Grand Theft Auto 3. No, 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 yeah. no, no. GTA 3 looks bad in retrospect. But when it oh, first came out, I, my mind was blown this, that mouth like, could move. You're saying this, but nobody's mouth moved in GTA 3. Yeah, they did. Did they? Mm-hmm. It was, a, it was the first thing. Uh, I swear I... to God, nobody's mouth moved in that game. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. When you when you go to meet Luigi for the first time, I know this guy. Name's Luigi. He's connected, but my hands are all messed up. So you gotta drive, brother. Anyway, uh, uh sorry. I played a lot of GTA Three. Um, I think they need to remaster GTA Three. But anyway, I I had one point I wanted to make about like the comparison between Mafia Two and Three that I've been trying to say for a minute. Okay, go. So. One and two were obviously more story driven, right? Like that, they were essentially linear games set in an open world. Okay. Three, yeah. three tried to do the GTA thing of having like the world with a bunch of shit to do in it. Mm. And I think that's another reason that three wasn't well received. Uh, as odd as that is to say. I think the yeah. more open world vibe of it turned some people off. I don't know because like I I feel like it was more the yeah, you got all this bullshit in the open world. I'll give you like the only way I can kind of like give that point is that if the gameplay itself wasn't so buggy. Like I, I watched the dude walk right in, crouch walk in front of a garden not be seen. And oh, then well, and then it all fell to shit when he stealth killed him because suddenly everybody knew where he was. 
Also, like, I had a straight game-breaking bug in my playthrough where it's like, hey, you got to find the big grouping of gangs. Do I have an objective? Yeah, like, where or are anything? they? Like, where where am I going? And then it's just, I, I looked online, it's like, it's a known bug. You just kind of got to drive around until you find big groupings of gang members. Wow. It's like, I, I don't want to do that. Ooh, in the game where they actually added a big city. Yeah, and that that's the thing. It's a huge map. It's like, I don't want to just randomly drive around. Well, too bad. You gotta. But yeah, so I, I'm glad that Mafia 2 is coming out. I watched the trailer. I can't tell what's if, like, I can't tell if this is a full remaster or just a port. Um, that's why I asked earlier, but I'm glad that one is getting a remaster. I'm glad that two is getting a re-release and I'm glad that like both of those should probably like raise three up a little bit. Maybe people will start talking about it more. I'm hoping so. Also, I think two's while not being a full remaster is definitely one of those HD polishes. Well, yeah, I I will say that, Uh, you know, getting gas was such a mind-blowing thing for me that I think I've already brought it up. You did. Okay. Yeah, just cool, man. How did they make that work? I never got annoyed at it. I, I don't... I don't know. I never played the first one. No, the second one. I, I never played the oh. first one either. Like I said, I, I, I saw somebody play oh, it. I said that I don't remember farther. having to get gas in the second one. Oh, I do. Oh, well... I, but okay. then again, I haven't played it since release. I, I am going to say, though, the definitive edition for the first game, this looks fucking beautiful, and I am stoked yeah. to play it. The downside it, is it doesn't come out till August. Yeah. It it looks like they ported it to the Mafia 3 engine. Yeah. And, and, and something, I mean, I don't know how they're doing it, but if that is what they did, I'm glad that it doesn't have the same look as Mafia 3. Yeah. In that I think that there's like a yellow tone over Mafia 3 that kind of fits its New Orleans vibe. That would not fit the, the weird new, 1930s New York vibe of the first game. Yeah, I agree. You On the subject of Mafia games, though, you know what game needs a fucking remake? Godfather. Godfather. Yep, I agree. One and two. Eh, more one. Well, I haven't played either. so I, I didn't play two, so... Oh. But I yeah. no, I love the fucking city takeover mechanics though of Godfather 1. Like you actually had to mm-hmm. attack strongholds and rough up business owners and you could bomb enemy businesses. Oh yeah. Uh was, Coppola hates that game. Who does? Francis Ford Coppola. Oh, why does You know he what hate other it? because uh it to him whenever he watched it it glorifies violence. It's that it's that ludo narrative dissonance um that kind of just comes with the being a video game where you know your missions are like go rough this person up go beat this person up here's a group of guys for you to fight like here's some cool fight moves for you to have so that you're not bored while you're fighting them instead of you know dealing with the violence itself and how horrific violence is and all that oh boohoo crimea river i mean can you really be mad at him for it i i get why i get I get where he's coming from, but what are you going to do in a game, you know? Well, and I can't get mad at where he's coming from, especially considering 
it's not like Grand Theft Auto that's like a fictional city with over the top plot lines and stuff. No, no. and then and then you also got to figure like that's his work that they're adapting without his permission because it's the studio that owns the IP. Right. But uh, I get it. And and it's not like he was I don't you know what I wasn't even mad at Scorsese whenever he said that Marvel movies are uh theme park rides. No, honestly, he's kind of right. Yeah. It, I, I'm not going to say that they're not cinema because they very much are cinema. But they're not oh, yeah. like deep thinking cinema like Godfather was. Yeah. Or it, any of Scorsese's films. They're they're fun romps. But on, on this entire topic, you know what other game I'd like to see get a remake that will will not, absolutely will not happen? You're going to say Bully, yeah. aren't you? No, because I think that Bully will get a uh, sequel eventually. But um, you're just hoping. Uh, no, Scarface. If we're on oh. GTA clone IPs, yeah. Dude, that was such a good fucking game. It's so stupid, like. It is so but stupid. But it's so good. It's so good, and it. I love how they factored in Tony's moral compass into that game. There's a ball. As much me. of a, as much of a moral compass as you know Tony Montana mm -hmm. had. But, like, you can't just go around going on a fucking shooting spree with yeah. civilians. Anyway, good shit. Yeah. But we're going to take a quick ad break, run you some promos for some awesome shows that we're friends with, and we'll be back in just a second. So stick around. I'm Harrison. I'm Jordan. Well, I'm Harrison. I'm fucking Jordan. All right! And we're, we're the, the Grief Rio Podcast. Podcast. Let us be your unnatural Sherpa guides on this existential plane of mountainous game and movie exploration. And don't forget about that spookiness that lives within us all. But mainly in you, you spooky bitch. How dare I'm offended. We've been voted the best podcast to listen to by many. By many? That means a few. That's more than one. This ought to be very. We'll see you on the next episode of Grief Burrito. Yeah! Yeah! Wonder Soul. Hey, I'm Lucas, the host of Wonder Soul, a weekly podcast series featuring a variety of topics dealing with life's many passions and experiences. Join me and friends each week as I discuss topics ranging from pop culture to real life conversations that all can find relatable. New episodes bring new guests and new topics and release every Friday. More content can be found on Wondersoul's YouTube and Twitch channels. Stay up to date and connect with Wondersoul through social media by following us on Twitter and Instagram. And we hope that you enjoy Wondersoul wherever you listen to podcasts. So do good and take care. And we're back. I hope you guys enjoyed those promos. Go check out those shows after you're done listening to this one. They're good shows. They are. Uh, so we got a few pieces of news this week. Uh, a lot of, actually quite a bit happened this week. It was a busy week. Oh, oh, uh, oh. Before we get into anything, I'm sorry, but I'm like three weeks behind. Can I cover this hacks thing? Yeah, yeah. I I, almost I, I literally looked it. at it twice because I didn't realize you literally put that at the top of your list of things. I put it at the top after you remind me and literally almost forgot about it again <laughs> yes so let's cover that before we forget again and you call me out after recording again okay so um couple weeks ago there was a breach in nintendo security uh one of the ways that you can sign in 
to your Nintendo account is through your Nintendo ID, which is tied to DS and 3DS. Wait, Wii U and 3DS? Whatever. Something like that, right? Yes. Um, but a hacker was able to get in there, and apparently it was real easy to, like, bust through the security, and they were able to get all the personal data of people. Now, m most Switch owners, since Switch is a hugely successful system that, you know, outsold even the Xbox, despite coming out way later, uh, most people don't sign into their Nintendo account through a Nintendo ID. But there are thousands of people that do, and those thousands of people had all their personal info uh, stolen, basically. So I thought that was a pretty big news story uh, to bring up. Yeah, I mean, it's not the first time it's happened with a game company because it happened with Sony a few years ago. But I'm... I thought Nintendo had gotten rid of the Nintendo ID for the most part. Like, you had to have a Nintendo account to do anything on the Switch now. Um, Their announcement of that is in direct response to that. I mean, maybe they were phasing it out sooner, but... They hadn't. I know that even now, or at least the last time I checked, I could still connect my Nintendo account the same way I can connect my uh, Twitter and Facebook and what my Nintendo ID. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. That, that was just something I, I wanted to bring up. It was, it was a pretty big thing, and Within a couple days of that news coming out, it also came out that uh, uh, source code for the GameCube or Wii or something. Man, I forgot it now. I had it for so long. But but source code to one of Nintendo systems had also finally been dropped. Well, maybe we'll start seeing some uh, custom uh, remasters for those. Because yeah, there were some GameCube um, games I was stoked on. Yeah. I I, I want to say it's GameCube. But yeah, it was it was it was it was something it was something pretty crazy, but the 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 full source code like people people who are into that kind of stuff, people who are into the the hacking consoles and stuff like were flipping out. This is like a full treasure trove going to take forever to actually dig through to see everything that dropped but yeah so two high profile hacking incidents happened to nintendo this month apparently it was so bad for them that they had to distract everybody with a paper mario trailer huh. oh yeah that's right the new paper mario got announced which actually it looks pretty dope i'll be honest yeah and and i'm kind of happy because uh uh nintendo has not released a uh, direct in a long time and apparently they don't have one planned for any time in the near future not even like a E3 style Nintendo Direct and everybody's been like so what are they just gonna like you know not do anything this year you got brand new consoles launching there should be at least one big Nintendo release this year like towards the end of the year what the hell's going on and then Nintendo revealed that well, they don't have to do a direct to announce something. Yeah, they can just fucking announce it. 
Yeah, so I'm looking forward to whatever their big game is going to be. What's that? There are press conferences? Oh, shit. Hmm. Well, now apparently it's... What's that? You could just plop a trailer? It's like, we can just drop a trailer on Twitter and the internet will shit itself? Oh, yeah. Why haven't we been doing this forever? Uh, we were. Hmm. Then we decided to do the directs. Quiet, Greg. I feel like it's more quiet, Bowser. Current CEO of Nintendo of America, Mr. Bowser. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, no, the new Paper Mario looks really dope. You know what else looks really dope? Oh, uh, this is going to be my bed. Ahead. I'm joking. Are you, though? Honestly, I am super sleepy, but that's besides the point. <laughs> I'll no, tell you what the... looks really dope. Heroin. No, go ahead. God. <laughs> now there's no. a hot take for you. No. Yeah. yeah. Kids, don't do drugs. Yeah, don't, don't do drugs. Please but, don't. But know that heroin does look dope, considering it is. I've literally Anyway, Ghost of Tsushima <laughs> dropped a gameplay trailer, and that shit looks awesome. Oh, dude. Phantom Fish Mom looks so good. <laughs> like... No, I really dig the way you can actually um, use parts of the world to figure out where you need to go, like following animals and calling the wind. You've been you've been playing Odyssey. Yeah. Um. Does does Phantom Fish Mom look like Assassin's Creedy to you? Oh yeah. Okay, because I've been hearing that from a lot of people, and, like, I don't know, I don't keep up with Assassin's Creed. It doesn't look anything like what I've seen recently. You know what it reminds me more of, though? Hmm. Shadow of Mordor. Never Shadow played of Murder. It. I've enjoyed Shadow of Mordor, honestly. It was it's a really a good, good game. It's a good game like that straight one? up stole the code from Assassin's Creed 2, but that's neither here nor there. Wait, so you mean you they might... used the code for the best Assassin's Creed game out there? Yeah. Sounds good to me. Yep. Uh, did you guys enjoy the sequel? Didn't play it. I played it. Um, there were some aspects that I like because there's like there are multiple maps, mm -hmm. but there, I don't know why it feels like it dragged on more than the first one did. Yeah. Well, I... that's because it was supposed to be super grindy because they wanted you to buy loot boxes to get the better orcs. Yeah, we... that's true. And that that's why I never played it. I'm like, no no no. You're not you're not monetizing the best part of the last game. Yeah. I, I will not support that bullshit. Building up your army and going to fucking town and shit. Yeah. Yeah, because that shit sounded awesome. Building up your army, actually having a loyal army of orcs going up against the forces of Mordor. Mind you, some of the canon stuff in there was kind of screwy too. Uh, spoilers for Shadow of War. Um, the main character is one of the nine. Huh. Which, no. Well, well I mean, it's it not that already... he, Yeah, it, it's not... The main character himself is not one of the nine. Yeah, he was. He was, was a ringwraith by the end of it. Oh. Like, working with it... the Witch King of Angmar. Uh, okay, you're getting too deep into LOTR. Was that um, for the second one? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. They go... That was they, in the DLC. Just like the Force Unleashed, the second Shadow game embraces its uh, non-canonity. 
Shadow Hardcore. murder. Yeah. I mean, but, that, um, that's just me being angry with the non-canonity, which I was angry at Force Unleashed for, but... But yeah, Phantom Fish Mom. Canon when they brought in a human form she loved. That was also weird. I considered that non-canon. I mean, she had to come from something. I mean, yeah, she came from an even worse spider monster. Phantom Fish Mom. <laughs> but yeah, no, they showed off, what was it, like 20 minutes of gameplay? It yeah, it's like eight minutes of gameplay, and ten minutes of a bunch of other random shit that is still really enticing to me. Yeah, the game looks uh, dope. Like the graphics I, are great. The combat looks fun. Mark my words, dude. It's coming to PS Five. Well, yeah, probably. Maybe Ghost not of right the away. Sushi Mom. But yeah, no, it's definitely gonna end up on PS Five. I'd be shocked yeah. if it didn't. Some way. I, I, conspiracy, don't even think that we've seen it running on PS4 hardware. I, no, I don't think that's true, because I, I really think we haven't fully realized the potential of either the PS4 or the Xbox One. Sure. Um, And I'm sure that the next year we'll actually see those systems uh get there because late late console gen anyway i mean 2013 is when this generation started and that's also the year that last of us came out um but i just from the gate this game looks pretty intense and i i know that i know that they did was it sucker punch right that's the name yeah. uh i know that they showed off their ability to do particle physics with uh or or just particles in general um to to do it with with second son infamous um but i i don't know man this game some of it just looks too intense prequel to the last of us the first of them <laughs> a action oh. survival shooter for the initial outbreak so, so that's a cool Ooh. idea. I want to say, you know how they keep pushing for like a TV show and everybody's trying to cast Joel and Ellie? Yeah. Instead of them retelling the story that we played, because that's a, that's a terrible way to adapt a video game. Always. Uh, whether they do a spinoff game or a TV series, if you're going to focus on Joel at all, I want those years of him and Tommy. Oh yeah, the the years right after the out, like between the outbreak mm -hmm. and when he meets Ellie. Hell yeah, going through being survivors to being bandits to being survivors. Yeah, no, that watching, we already watching, saw Ellie's side. Why not Jill's? Watching them well, yeah. fall apart. Uh, uh, watching them fall apart as Tommy tries to be optimistic and Joel is too cynical. Because he uh, lost his wife flies. and daughter. Oh yeah, yeah. No, um, that that would be the only correct way to do that TV show. If they try to do Joel and Ellie, that's just going to be a recipe for disaster and failure. So one thing that I really hated with the Ghost of Tsushima thing. It, it, this is my final talking about that game. Uh, one thing I I really hated with it is their black and white mode. I missed that part. I guess. Huh. I feel they like that would the, be like a flashback mode. 
No, yeah. no, no, no. They have a mode for the game that you can play through where the whole game is in black and white with this uh, film grain effect. Uh, and it looks exactly like a Kurosawa film, especially when you when you couple it with how combat works in that game and just the beauty of those, you know, it. you're in a sword fight. It's not, you're not clanging metal against each other. Every slice counts. Wait, so it's um, like Way of the Samurai 2 or Way of the Samurai 1 from PS2 era? I guess. Or Did you not watch the video? No. I hadn't watched the video. Um, I highly recommend it. If you if you feel like a busy person, uh, IGN has six minutes of just the gameplay part. I'll have to I'll have to go back and check that out. Yeah, I recommend the full eighteen minute video though. Did um, either of you ever play Way of the Samurai, the first one? Nope. No. So one of the mechanics in the game was sword durability, Ooh. and you had blocking, you had parry, and you had dodge. So, as you, like, if you got into regular sword fights, your sword would eventually break. And you could take okay. the swords of the guys you killed to keep going. But I don't you could know, I don't know if the breaking part is in there, but combat is slow and methodical. Yeah, like, I would actually be totally down for a game where... Yeah, your your primary weapons do break. Maybe not super often because that would get annoying. But yeah. like you could scavenge weapons from your enemies, and it's like, okay, yeah, you've been through a couple of sword fights. Your sword has now dulled to the point of not being usable, but you have picked up a second blade from these guys you've killed already. Some of them yeah. could be named blades, and some of them are just you know, random infantry sword. Um, well, I would. I mean, in a lot of games, well, you end up using your enemy's weapon anyway. Well, it also could just end up being like, oh, your sword's dull. You got to take it to a sword sharpener to make it usable again. Which was another aspect from Way of the Samurai. But every time you took it back, the max durability was reduced because that's what happens when you sharpen a blade is yeah, you're shaving you're... off layers of the blade itself. Yeah, until eventually you have no blade left. Yep. you end up with the sword from Attack on Titan. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that sounds dope. But I highly recommend checking this out. Um, there's also little bits of uh, Batman Predator mode. Like, uh, you're the ghost, and so you want to also scare uh, the Mongols and stuff. Hmm. Like, you, you're, you're building up a, a rep as well, to the point where you could then drop a smoke bomb and, and have everybody just shit their pants and not want to fight you. Like, it's it, it's real cool. But getting to the black and white thing, no, my issue is it's actually really beautiful and great looking. And like I said, it would feel like playing an Akira Kurosawa film. But the reason I don't like it is because it's so gorgeous and beautiful, and yet the game in color is so gorgeous and beautiful that I don't know which way I'd want to play it. Huh. Why not do one playthrough both ways? Obviously, I, I'm going to do that. I, Mind you, I, I would bet play this through game's it. It's going to be like 40 hours long. I would play through it where when you're going through regular like events, like you're traveling through overworld, you're fighting peons and stuff. It's color, and then and boss then one fights, one-on-one -on -one battles. Yeah. yeah, boss fights and major battles one-on-one, -on -one, yeah. black and white, hundred percent. Yeah. yeah, that would be pretty dope. 
that yeah that, that's a good way to do it all right uh let's see what else do we have on the docket here oh unreal 5 unreal engine 5 got announced so that was uh and that was supposedly running on ps5 hardware it was it looked... they specified a couple times yeah and it i mean it looked really dope with the particle effects and everything but i mean we're not gonna yeah. see anything on unreal for at least a year so i i have a couple brief things i want to bring up on this and uh but not focus on it because yeah it it was a tech demo for a game engine well it's a that, tech demo they do every time it's just a video that looks really pretty yeah um but kind of funny that we got way more footage of actual gameplay on a ps5 than we did for xbox <laughs> literally the same week that xbox did their big inside Xbox event. Uh, considering that a marquee IP for Microsoft is Gears, that is always the technical showcase for the Unreal Engine, props to Sony for getting Unreal to debut 5 running on a PS5. Yeah. Uh, That's kind of a slap in the face of the Coalition, but... It was so slick of them, though. Like... That's the kind of shit I want to see in the in the horse race. Which, um, I mean, we could kind of bring that up now with the console battle, because that's been this entire generation, like the entire lead up to this new generation, isn't just, oh, our console's better than your console. No, it's these subtle like guerrilla war tactics. Yeah, I like this so much better than like, oh, Microsoft shot themselves in the dick on stage. We're gonna punch that hole by mentioning used games. Do you know what I mean? Like. Yeah, <laughs> Did that makes no. sense. Okay. No, no I, I remember I, that era. I, I remember <laughs> yeah. it. I remember that press conference. Yeah, that's how the generation started. I remember those fucking codes. And like, don't get me wrong, it's cool whenever Sony does shit like that. Like, here's how you give, here's how you give a friend a game on PS4, or whenever they came out for PS1 and were like, three ninety nine, like, uh, or two ninety nine, or whatever they said that just like slapped Sega in the face. Those moments are cool, but I feel like we're past it. And so, like, this type of shit, that was slick. Another thing I thought of is, uh, you know all the backlash that came from the lack of Valhalla gameplay? Yeah. What are the chances that just because they, like, because Ubisoft themselves face so much flack, that somehow so... Well, that was a weird part for him to cut out at. Oh, God, I'm the one who cut out. <laughs> uh, wait, what? I think you're right. talking about uh, Sony basically stealing the show with uh, getting Assassin's Creed Valhalla gameplay. Real gameplay, yeah. Also, I would like to point out that you cut out at Sony. It literally, oh. like, it was like, what are the odds? It's so. And then, like, that's where my connection just stopped coming back. Oh, tisk, for tisk, me, tisk. I said my piece, and then Control was just like, I oh. didn't have to cut out. Yeah. So it was just the connection between you two. Go figure. Yep. But, yeah, no, I I think that'd be hilarious if PS4 gets the actual gameplay. Yeah. Or PS5, uh, sorry, not PS4. <laughs> yeah. Um... But, uh, but on UE, the only things I want to say is that I think that they're... 
uh, Lumen, Global Illumination, is going to be a major game changer, I don't think Nanite will be as big of a deal. No, probably not. It's ambitious. And I'm sure that their games and a, a, a you know a game made by Epic will obviously utilize it. But I don't it is potentially game changing. I just don't see it being implemented. Also, hilariously, okay, the demo was running on a PS5. Uh, also, the UE demo would have done great if it was released around the same time as Mark Cerny's GDC p- speech, because it would have, uh-huh. like, you could compare and contrast the things that he was saying. It would have made his speech less boring. Um, but how funny is it that Sony spent over an hour talking about how they're trying to eliminate all load times, and then this very demo has the chick walk through, you know, a... a a little fucking shimmy her way through a little hallway area to load. This isn't a load screen. This isn't a load screen. (laughs) It's like, well, you're right. It's not a load screen. It's a progress bar. It's a visual in-game progress bar. Oh, no. It's what they did with Mass Effect, uh, Mass Effect 1 with the elevators. elevators There weren't any load screens. You were just standing in an elevator having idle conversation. That's what what the new God of War did, too. Opening doors in God of War and shimmying through passageways in Tomb Raider and Uncharted and all the hidden load screens for this gen. Yep. And the the portal area for God of War. Apparently you didn't even have to walk through that. Apparently you just sat stood there long enough to load the next scene of the game. The door will appear in front of you. Yep. Um and we but don't anyway. have to we don't have to get deep in this, but like Dumb people online who thought that because that was running on a PS5 that somehow the next-gen Xbox won't run Unreal. <laughs> yeah. And to the point where Epic had to go, no, our our uh, engine is going to run on every console, even Switch. Like, come on, people. Remember, people Look, are man. dumb. Yeah, P- people are dumb. Very that- dumb. But anyway, uh, happy 10th birthday to Respawn. Holy shit, I didn't realize it had been that long. Unfortunately, that comes with the announcement that there's also not going to be a new Titanfall game. It's not that there's not going to be one. It's that they have no current plans for one. Yeah, for the foreseeable future, their job is Apex and uh, uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, so I... I already know it's not going to, like, I'm probably another 10 years out before another Titanfall game, but if it comes out, I'll be stoked. Because I, I enjoyed Titanfall. Yeah. Me too. I, I gotta say, Titanfall 2, I know that Titanfall 1 doesn't get enough love at all, not but at I, all. Titanfall 2 is the way you do a sequel. It literally took everything that was wrong with the first one and fixed it, and then yep. also, yep. you know, innovated on top of that. Yep. Respawn is a hell of a developer. We shouldn't be surprised because they are technically the real Infinity Ward. <laughs> Excuse but, me yeah, while that... I go gaze lovingly at my Titanfall 2 helmet. Um, This one that I want to bring up, Sedge, is uh, a little related. Um, Apparently the Anthem overhaul is even bigger than 
uh, initially expected. Oh no, it's ground up. Yeah, like, I know it's, it's ground up. So uh, what I'm what saying is bigger than expected. So this came out this week. I'm just bringing it up because like they came out like, hey, I know that we announced that we're redoing Anthem, but guys, no, for real. We are redoing Anthem. Like they doubled down on the amount of work that they're putting into this. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh when they did the first announcement, um, a couple months later, because the rumors going around was like, Oh yeah, they're gonna make some minor changes, la di da. They they came out and said it was like, No, this yeah. is everything about Anthem will be changed. Like, it was pretty much their apology to the gaming community of, we are sorry we put this out. Yeah. We are going to fix everything before we re-release it. I mean, that's yeah, a just, better move than just tiny little fixes. Is it this bad week... that I just got that scene from South Park in my head with the fucking oil spill thing? We're sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. Uh, On the bearskin rug. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this week they came out and just reiterated the amount of effort that they're putting into it. Thought I'd Which... share that. Also, uh, new rumors came out now that the, the Mass Effect that's being worked on is, in fact, a remaster of the trilogy. Okay. So they're just so starting over. I'm curious about what they'll do to Mass Effect 1 mm -hmm. because it is so drastically different than the rest of the series. I would say Andromeda, in terms of its RPG elements, is the closest to Mass Effect 1. But every okay. other aspect of it, Mass Effect 1 is completely different than any of the others. Yeah, yeah I'm... So, with the new rumors... Because there was an idea that they were going to do, like, you know, a remastered trilogy, gauge interest, do another Mass Effect, right? But from what I'm, from what I'm gathering on the new rumors is that, no, they're, like, they're doing, a, a, like, a full-on remake. Like, and... are we talking a series reboot, or are we talking, like, ground-up, like, new graphics engine? We're talking Final Fantasy VII remake? Yeah. yeah, we talk. Yeah, so we're talking like straight up gameplay revision remake. Yeah, like, yeah, uh, Final Fantasy VII, Resident Evil two, three, type okay. of remake. Um, in that they're gonna release the trilogy, but it would from you know hypothetically, I, I they would all have the same type of engine. Yeah, I don't like. I don't. I don't want to speak out of turn, of but that's what it's. That's what it's looking like. Yeah. Hmm. And if I could have my ways, I just want to say I want the mission structure of two, the RPG depth of one, um, the gunplay and, and combat of three, and also the option, like those, those, uh, those little intricate options you could do in three for tweaking it to your style of play. So if I, if I were going to like revamp the entirety of Mass Effect. The world of Andromeda, because they they actually did a decent job of the open but, world aspect for Andromeda, because they took well, that on. from Mass Effect 1. Before you go fully into this, you have the caveat that you are retelling Shepard's story. Like, you, 
You still yeah. got to be constrained by that. Okay. That's it's still 100% doable. Um, okay. Because Mass Effect 1 had the open world element of Andromeda. Mm -hmm. Andromeda just did it, like, for all of Andromeda's flaws with its story and its mm -hmm. graphics and the way the characters looked, the open world environment was very reminiscent of Mass Effect 1, where you had your vehicle, you were driving around, you were experiencing the larger world that you were mm -hmm. actually on. Mass Effect 1 had that as well, except they did it for fucking mining minerals and stupid crap. Yeah. Um, uh, Andromeda may not have had as many planets as they wanted, but yeah, the exploring the the worlds was definitely better than it was in 1. Yeah. Um, and that, like, for all the shit Andromeda gets, none of it is gameplay-based. Yeah. If you actually look at it, it's like, the gameplay for Andromeda was solid. It was a tightly wound, well-running machine. Every issue that came up, your characters look like they came from the PS2 era. Your story oh, is toddler-based. Like, did I, did I bring up the animation, the facial animation issue before? Yes. Oh no, the animations in Andromeda were god awful. Like you well, look no, at the that's, faces that's or going I mean, downstairs no. and all the other sh like. Ugh. Like, did I ever did I ever tell you about like whenever they patched and fixed the facial animations and whatnot that it wasn't actually an issue with the facial animations it was the uh, the AI that picks out the animations. So their own engine was screwing itself. Well, yeah, because they were forced to use frostbite. Yeah, that's but, true. Um, yeah, remove frostbite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we can all agree with that one. Uh, but yeah, uh, apparently their animation issues was that. Uh, whenever it had to find the specific animations for each part, a lot of them would just come back with, like, a not, you know, not accessible. And that's huh. why they all had dead faces. Okay, that's... And the only way that people found that out was checking the patch notes whenever they fixed it. They were like, hey, you didn't actually change anything in animation. I noticed this, this, and this. And then, you know... We just fixed our went... algorithm. Oh... Pretty much. Um, but yeah, so take the core gameplay of Andromeda and put that with the rest of the Mass Effect series because you still have your cover-based shooting, but you now have a full 3D range to travel and ex like go through. That's you fair. Have... I said 3 because that's the latest one I played, but okay. yeah, I think you're probably three, right. Andromeda three felt very Gears. Gameplay. Three felt very Gears of War to me. Yeah, but it did feel snappier. I don't. I don't know how to explain it. I I understand what you mean. I played a lot of Mass Effect Three. I played a lot of the multiplayer of Mass Effect Three. I lots of hours in that. Um, I I put in just enough hours to get my galactic readiness. Yeah, I don't even want to look at the hours I've put into that. Um, I haven't put <laughs> enough time into either one of or any of the Mass Effect games to have any sort of input, input. on any of this. But uh, from Mass Effect 1, you snag the RPG elements and the character customization, like your abilities, how you build up your character. Um, but you take the class structure from Andromeda because that's actually the tech level 
of the Mass Effect 1 point, because Andromeda took place shortly after Mass Effect 1 happened. Um, but you, you take that, put it back into that area, so you have way more custom abil customization ability for your character and for your abilities. From 2, you grab the, uh, the character development. Like, the character depth you got from yeah. 2 was the best out of all of them. One well, that's had some why good saying... aspects, but two had just the most gripping. Yeah. yeah, in one you could have conversations after missions and stuff with your your crew, but oh man, the that's why I was saying like uh, mission structure. Yeah, three, um... three had something similar, but I feel like like the deadline of the Reapers made three too stressful. Yeah, you you never really got character development with three. It was always a case like. It felt like you were racing the clock of, oh god, I have to do this guy's personal mission before I go on the final mission. And yeah, you, never, like, you never really paid attention to the actual mission that you were doing. You know how you bring Jacob closure with his dad in Mass Effect 2? Yeah. On that crazy-ass mission? Like, if it was Mass Effect 3 for me personally, I would have been like, I'm sorry, Jacob, I can't can't go rescue your dad we got reapers coming like i always felt like i don't know it felt like the story was bearing down on me i never got to actually breathe even though objectively i know the game's not gonna like just suddenly bring the ending without me going through the missions i don't know i just couldn't three had problems yeah three had its own issues and that was where you could start seeing mass effect kind of unravel especially with its ending like, the scale of the dilemma was really good. Like, for a culmination, for a climax of a story, it was really good. Its execution of its own climax, though, was piss poor. Agreed. Also, the fact that there's no fucking save in that end mission, except for the beginning. Yeah, that was aggravating. Especially anyway. when you were trying to play on Legendary. Oof. Anyway. Now, I did luck out in my first playthrough of 3. Uh, I didn't I didn't even have the game until after the director's extended cut came. Well, then you were lucky. Yeah, I never saw that original ending. Huh. Well. Alright. I think that's a good place to call it for today. <laughs> So, thank you all for listening. Uh, the links to the things what we do online will all be in the description of the show. That thing we do. Yeah, our Twitch channels, YouTubes, Twilight Be sure TV to check out page. Mass Effect and Mafia. Mafia, yes. Mass Effect, I could care less if you looked at or not. Fuck. Ouch. That game it did never clicked with me. I don't know why. I mean, Mafia never clicked with me, so I guess Fair enough, I can so. see your point. <laughs> anyway, goodbye, everybody, and thank you for listening. Night, folks. Dude. Twilight, say goodnight to the people. Night. Until next week. <laughs>